the traditional Latin mass is surging. We've seen this for the last two years, uh, the summer of shame, really confusion about Pope Francis, where he's leading things, what he's about. Uh, and then the COVID crisis hit and people started finding the Latin mass on live stream and they started attending the traditional Latin mass. And so parishes are reporting double and triple the growth over the last year. And then just in the past couple of weeks, week and a half, really, we've had the motu proprio by Pope Francis attempting to regulate and restrict the traditional Latin mass. I'm here today with Cameron O'Hearn. He's working on the Mass of the Ages film project. He's been on here before. We talked about it. We're on a clip today. We're going to talk about his, his project because I think this is going to take the traditional Latin Mass and expand it for people to see it in their homes, wherever. I don't know if you're going to do theaters. We can talk about that. Because there is a threshold that you have to cross. If you're a female, you've got to say, what do I wear? Do I wear a veil? Are my kids going to disrupt? If you're a dad, you have all these questions. So people, the, the threshold, I think this film and the live streaming last year was a design by God for people to say, you know what? I'm going to put the step, my foot out over the step, over the threshold and give it a shot. All right. We're going to pray in just a minute. But Cameron, welcome. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. This is this is a thrill. I'm doing great. Good, good. All right, we're going to begin with the Our Father in Latin. Get everybody ready. Get their Latin primed up, and then we'll get into it. Oremus. In nomine Patris, et Fidii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater noster, qui es in celi, sanctificetur nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, secut in cello et in terra. Panum nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et emite nobis debita nostra. Sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos amalo. Amen. All saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of pray the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. All right, Cameron. So you've been working on this film for how long now? We, we did our first filming in March right before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so we had no idea. Talk about God's timings. We, we filmed a teaser for the Kickstarter, and it was literally the week before they started shutting down the airports all across the country. Yeah. So just over a year. Awesome. Yeah. When, when did you guys come to my house? <laughs> I don't remember. When was that? Texas. Uh, it seems like it was around then. It was pretty early on. It was very early on. Yeah, yeah, we filmed with Dr. Marshall yeah. uh, in his house. And um, yeah, that, I forget when that was, but that was early on. We've been to uh, around 10 states, I think. Um, so dozens of parishes. We've been all over the country. And uh, who'd have thunk that <laughs> a year later, this would drop, you know, weeks after the motu proprio drop. So um, yeah, there's providence for now you've been, tra I've been hearing all these things and I travel some, I haven't traveled much because of COVID, but I've been hearing from priests and lay people, mostly priests, man, you would not believe the growth we're seeing, what we're having to do, adding masses, putting masses in one room with an overflow from the, from the church, all these arrangements are being made. Uh, not enough priests, obviously. Now you've been around actually going to these parishes, filming, 
talking to people, interviewing people will show a little bit of that. What has been your sense over the last year? Um, two things I, I'm curious about. A, people who have already been the traditional Latin mass for a while, but then there's also this huge influx of people. So how what have you observed on all that? Yeah. Um, when I, so this reminds me of the motu proprio. So I'm just going to mention briefly that in the motu proprio, Pope Francis, you know, he mentions the purpose for this is, is uh, for unity. And he sees the traditional movement as a lot of people who are just dividing the church um, and who are angry and, you know, bitter. Uh, that could not be farther from the truth. In traveling all over the country, I found, yes, those people exist. <laughs> if those people are going to mass, they're going to probably go to a Latin mass because it's a lot more strict and, yep. you know, rubrical or whatever. But the vast majority of Catholics are just, they're not Catholics who are rejecting this or that. They don't go to Latin mass because they hate Vatican II or they think, you know, Vatican II this or Benini that. They just go to the Latin Mass because they love the Latin Mass. They see in the culture that the culture is becoming more and more anti-Catholic. Yeah. And they want their Mass to look more and more Catholic. <laughs> they just want Catholic culture for their families. And so, yeah, the, the first episode, so we're making a trilogy. And the first episode of Mass of the Ages is really just showing that the Latin Mass is a solid foundation in a time of chaos and confusion. And that's that's the reason you see so many, and we've seen so many new people coming to the Latin Mass, people who are simply curious. Uh, what is this thing? A lot of people, this is surprising, but a lot of people believe, um, there's actually a line in our documentary um, from Dr. Michael Foley, he said, I was getting my PhD in theology, and even though I was studying at that level, I was under the impression that the Latin Mass, or that the New Mass was just the Latin Mass translated into English. <laughs> and a lot of people believe that, that it's just, it's the same except a different language. And it's surprising how many people think that, but when they go to Latin Mass, obviously there's many things that are different and many may, surprising features of it. May I add something? On that note, you know, as you know, these these little title cards that come up on the videos, you know, you're always trying to save space and, you know, you don't want to put a long title. So even in the last few weeks I've been doing traditional Latin mass, I want to just put Latin mass because the word traditional is a big word. It takes up a lot of space on a tweet <laughs> or whatever. Right? But I insist on using TLM and traditional Latin mass because of that error, which is so common. If you're a traditional Catholic, you may not know that, but out in out in the Novus Ordo world, a lot of people just think that we're obsessed about the Latin language and we're trying to impose the Latin language on everyone. And they don't know that it's different rubrics, different prayers, different offertory. I mean, it is, even if you translated it into English and set them side by side, and people have done this, by the way, it is a substantially different liturgy, especially when you bring in the Eucharistic prayers of the Novus Ordo and not Eucharistic prayer one. It's substantially different. So I would argue that when you're talking about TLM, the T is more important than the L, although I insist on the L as well. Traditional Latin mass. Although Vigano and European yeah. often right. use Mass of the Ages, which is the title of your film. 
Yeah, the traditional uh, just it's helpful because it shows that this is the mass as it has developed in the church for, you know, 1600 plus years. And so it, it gets a sense of this is something time honored, something that's been around for a long time. And you'll also notice it's in Latin. <laughs> and right. so, yeah, I, I found that very helpful. And TLM, that's just a helpful shorthand to like traditional Latin mass. Um, some people, you know, balk at the fact that, well, the Novus Ordo should be in Latin. So they're both the Latin mass or the Latin rite. But it's just not the typical experience. And we're, right. we're talking about branding the movement, right. branding the film. The Latin mass, just people understand. The traditional Latin mass, people understand what that means. Yeah. Yeah, people, you know, of course, there's the big debate on EF, extraordinary form, ordinary form. I don't like those words. I think humbly, Benedict Sixteenth made a mistake using that language. Um, because you can't just say, well, one's became ordinary and the extra became ordinary in 1970. It, it, I don't know. It's just very confusing to buy for. Yeah. He well, himself in a later homily, um, he, he also in a sense kind of re regretted the kind of terminology. Right. I mean, from his perspective, he made a huge move to open up the Latin mass for any priest who wanted to say it. So you can, you can see his kind of reticence to like, use the right terminology and not be too aggressive. Right. But later on, he did say, I, when I said extraordinary form, I didn't mean rare. <laughs> right. I meant like abundance. Um, right. It's right. It's extra ordinary. Yeah. yeah. So. so, you know, I, I, I don't use that language on purpose unless it's somehow absolutely necessary. And then, you know, other people say like, well, the Gregorian mass going back to St. Gregory the Great, that's good. But then you're going to have, Critics say, well, the Mass has developed some since Gregory the Great, which is true. The Offertory, um, the Agnus Dei, certain elements of the Roman Rite did develop after Gregory. So I just think traditional Latin Mass already sort of has a branding. It has a yeah. nice acronym, TLM. And That's uh, right. Yeah, let's go for it. So, And then uh, Schneider, Bishop Schneider likes uh, Usus Antiquior, which I think uh, maybe he's not a good uh, marketer. <laughs> but I, I've seen Cardinal Burke use the same as, what, as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because I <laughs> the, my, honestly, just to like get into some minutia here, trad minutia, I believe we should be using the language of restore the Roman right, the Roman right, the Roman right, because that also brings in questions of Holy Week, what happened in 1955 up through 1962, the ranking of feasts. Bugnini went into first class, second class, third class. All those things are minutiae. I know we shouldn't spend much time on them. So I think we should emphasize the Roman right. When you use usus antiquior, you're now, just like extraordinary form, you're now making it a form or a use, a usus, right? Instead of just saying the Roman right as it has been traditionally received. So I... I personally am trying to avoid the Roman Rite becoming a, the traditional Roman becoming a use or a form, right? It's almost like footnoting it. I don't like that. Let's keep it priority. Let's keep it central. I don't know. These are my pet peeves. These are my trad minutia. <laughs> you go into trad minutia in the film, I bet you don't. No. <laughs> There's lots of beauty. Lots of beauty. Well, why don't we run the clip? Um, I got a clip Great. set up here. It's a, it's a brief. Now, is this from the film? Part one. Yeah, so uh, I'll just set it up a little bit. Yep. This is after the Moda Proprio came out. 
we realized we were sitting on a treasure trove of footage. We had been filming around the country. People who go to the Latin Mass, who just love the Latin Mass, who aren't angry or bitter, who are right, trying to raise their families. And we had all this footage of, and I, I stumbled across these quotes, which you'll hear, just through the Holy Spirit's guidance. And we just put this together. We rapidly put it together. It's a, it's a sneak peek into the film, okay. but it's also just a response to Pope Francis. Okay, great. Let me uh, see if it'll come up for us. Hopefully, yes, it is queued. So let me hit the play button. Here we go. Gosh, I don't know. I ask the kids, I say, where would we be without this? The Latin mass is another word for a solid foundation. We judge a tree by its fruits, and I found that tree being the traditional liturgy. And when we look at the numbers, we don't need to study a lot about it and to, uh, you know, argue about, you know, the differences. Let's simply look at the numbers and who the church are filled with. And we see among traditional communities, uh, in places where the traditional mass is being celebrated, we see a lot of young families, lots of baptism, lots of conversions. Our parish priest just goes, hey, do you mind if we baptize your baby in the old rite? And I was like, wait, you can do that? That's I didn't, thing. I didn't know you could do that. And I just thought, why don't we do this for our four other kids? Yeah. Also, man, I want that. Yeah. I want that. That's so cool. Actually, my first Latin Mass was third week of Lent. And I just, I wept. I mean, and I wept. I mean, it was, it's not tears the whole nine yards. It wasn't just a, I wept almost to the degree I wept when I was ordained. It felt, it was just overwhelming to me how beautiful it was. It was so simple, so profound, and I realized that I was actually able to pray. It's not I'm rejecting something or I'm resisting something. There really is now, I'm embracing the fullness of the faith. I'm so incredibly grateful that God has brought us there by His grace. For me, it's like Peter in John 6, when Jesus says, are you gonna go too? Where else would we go? You have the words of eternal life. The traditional Latin Mass is that for us. Where else would we go, Lord? We're with you to the end. Mm, there it is. All right, we'll pause it there. That's fantastic, yeah. Cameron. That's just lovely i noticed that a lot of that footage was um that saint joseph's in detroit yes yeah beautiful church just gorgeous uh it's just lovely and it captures i think what a lot of just normal lay people in the pews think and that is 
I want my kids to be Catholic. I want to be Catholic. I don't want to have to reinterpret or explain things week after week to my kids, to my teenagers. Well, father shouldn't really have said it that way or father was actually wrong or, mm. you know, they've seen things. You know, my one of my sons at a Nova Sordo saw a host in a pew once. These mm. things are destructive to the faith, you know, and, and we go to a place that is solid, that is safe, where the liturgy is unchanging. It's the mass of the ages. And we do all of this. Why? Jesus Christ, to know Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. So it should be reverent. It should be beautiful. So that's that's wonderful. So when's yeah, go the on, film? Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna gonna add to that. We interviewed Timothy Flanders, who you've had on the show, and he he brought up a good point, saying that um, our young kids, uh, you know, you have a lot of young families that go to Latin Mass. Our young kids, they learn not by what they hear. The, the mom or dad or the priest say yep. day after day, they, they learn by what they see and what they touch. And Latin Mass is just absolutely full of catechesis. The, the way we act in front of the Blessed Sacrament teaches what we actually believe about the real presence. Right. So, yeah, just wanted to add that. So the film, August 15th, is our premiere. We're going to be premiering live on YouTube at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And the way you can get that special link that takes you to the live premiere so you can join us for that is by going to our website at theliturgy.org, theliturgy.org. And then that'll have with the, the word the on it, the, yep, theliturgy.org. Yep. I'll put on the screen for people. And then you, you can join us for a live premiere. You also asked if we're going into theaters. So right now the film is free for everyone once we release it. Everyone can watch it. Um, when we come out with episode two, which is going to be before the end of the new year. Now, you, you remember I mentioned that episode one is an introduction to the Latin Mass. It's similar to that trailer you saw. It's just beautiful, inspiring. I want to, I'm curious, and I want to go. That's kind of the, the thing we're going for. Episode two gets into the surprising investigation about the creation of the new Mass with Bunini and the Concilium and a lot of twists and turns. Um, right, We're going to be doing an episode one and episode two feature that you can watch in theaters. So basically, if you want to host a screening, uh, again, get on our mailing list. Um, we're going to have screenings all across the country where you can watch episode one and episode two, and it's episode two is not going to be available anywhere else, and bring a friend, <laughs> bring Bring faithful Catholics who go to the Nova Sordo and uh, who want to learn more. I mean, we're just laying all the facts out, and it's beautiful and inspiring, and it's a great first step for everything we want to do with the traditional Latin Mass movement. Good. Someone just asked on the live stream, if they've already been a donor or a benefactor, will they already receive those links? There are ways to donate where you did not request to be notified. Okay. So I would just encourage you to make sure you've get notified. We're able to clean up our email list, so you're not going to get two emails from us, you know, if you sign up and get notified. So good. No sweat. Good. Yeah, the timing here is providential. The Holy Ghost is on this because there has never been more interest right now. And it's great that this is coming out August 15th. That's <laughs> I mean, that's less than a month away. The Feast of Our Lady, the Assumption, of course, 
uh, fitting and proper. Well, I'm excited. I plan to be, now August 15th is also my, my wife's birthday, so we always have a double party. Now we'll have a triple party. Awesome. We'll have a viewing. And I want to see the episode, too. That's the one I want to see. <laughs> I'm already convinced on the Latin Mass. I want to. <laughs> I right. want to. I want to talk about you know some of the infiltration behind the scenes of what happened in the 1960s and the 1970s with some of the uh, regrettable things that happened with our liturgy. I'll just say that. So you're going to cover that. Now. Yeah, that 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 is that is where episode two comes in. So again, with the motu proprio, you know, um, there's this call for Catholics to be united. But curiously, it's not about Vatican II. He, he talks about the liturgical reform. But the liturgical reform is a very broad, um, sometimes suspicious endeavor with Bunini, with political agendas, with twists and turns and, and verified lies and secrets and all this. It's, it's very surprising. And uh, we just, in episode two, we're just laying the facts out um, simply and having you make up your own mind. We're looking at the differences between the, the Latin mass, the traditional Latin mass and the, the new mass mm -hmm. and just having people make up their mind. But yeah, Good. they're both winsome and, and uh, surprising. So excited for you guys to see it. Awesome. Great. Okay. So if people want to learn more support, they need to go to the liturgy.org. That's the website. That's correct. The liturgy.org. And there's, are there some other, um, there's one other thing or, I want to say. Yeah. So um, we we have the films in the can, so to speak. That means you've filmed 95 to 100 percent of the film, so they're 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 sitting here, ready to put together. But a nice film that sits on a shelf doesn't do any good. <laughs> so right now we're doing a campaign to raise money for a marketing campaign. So you know, think of it this way costs $10 to see a film in the theaters. You get to see this film for free. And a lot of generous backers gave to this film. Taylor Marshall, you helped us last year to get this film in front of a lot of people. A lot of generous people are making this trilogy happen. You can see it for free. So why not give a little money so that we can get not just you seeing it, but 10 more people seeing it, turning $10 into 10 more people seeing it. And then we want to reach a million Catholics. So go to theliturgy.org slash Kickstarter. And you can see our campaign there. And the website's chock full of all the information you need. So cool. theliturgy.org slash Kickstarter. Yep. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, we got to support this. We got to support these films. We got to support our, our chapels, our parishes. And, and the movie thing is a great metric. If I'm going to take myself, my wife, and five kids to a movie, that's 70 bucks to watch some usual trash from Hollywood, right? <laughs> maybe it's entertaining, maybe it's good, you know, if there's some good stuff, but that's 70 bucks. And then people go to Latin Mass Sunday after Sunday and they drop $4 in the basket. Now, if you're poor, I understand that you shouldn't even be giving at all. When you're when you're poor, you're not supposed to give the church. But if you're not poor, right? You 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 drive new cars and all you should not just drop $5 in the basket. You need to be generous. And then also when it comes to projects, it's good for us to be generous. So if you're going to watch this film, it's going to be good. It's going to be uplifting. If you have six people in your family, $60, that's, that just makes sense. It just makes sense. So let's support this. I've been saying the last several podcasts, I don't know if you watch Cameron, but I'm saying let's double oh, yeah. TLM by Christmas. 
We've already had a triple in the last year. Let's double again by Christmas. And it's this kind of work, these kind of projects, podcasts, priests, parishes, chapels, all these things that's going to make that happen. So good work on Mass of the Ages, Cameron. Everybody can go to theliturgy.org or theliturgy.org forward slash Kickstarter to learn more. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming. And everybody, please like this video. And the most important thing is share it on Facebook, Twitter. I mean, uh, YouTube is not going to promote a uh, interview on the traditional Latin mass. So you need to share it. <laughs> so hit the share button so people see this. And please, if you're new, subscribe to this channel and hit the dinghy bell button and you'll be notified every time we go live. And of course, I have to say, Cameron, Pray the rosary every day. We are not on the team. This is part of traditional piety. Traditional piety includes the most holy rosary. It is Our Lady's Psalter. It is meditating on sacred scripture. It is the angelic salutation. It is so much of Catholic spirituality bound together into this one devotion. So pray the rosary daily. If you're not on the team, read the Bible, a traditional Bible, every single day. Dewey Rames is the way to go. Find a traditional Latin Mass. Experience it for yourself. Get part of those communities. Watch this film. There it is. All right, let's, um, we'll close in Ave Maria. Sound good? Sounds great. Nomini Patris et Fidei et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or Pranobis Peccatoribus, Nunc Retor Mortis Nostre. Amen. Gloria Patri, Pirio, Spiritui Sancto, Sicuterat in Principio, et Nunc et Semper, et in Secula Seculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris, et Fidei, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. And if you like these prayers in Latin, I am recording, and I'm going to be publishing the entire rosary in Latin with some nice art and beauty for the different... Uh, decades. So look for that coming as well. Cameron O'Hearn, thank you so much for Mass of the Ages, everybody. Theliturgy.org. Check it out. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. Thanks, Cameron. Amen. Thank you.